can I have you to say the thing? <laughs> you can take it from what any of my videos. <laughs> Come on, you can't make me do it live. It's not the same. It's not the same. <laughs> well, my name's Uplink Podcast. How are you? Okay, that works. That works. Well, I'm as a true. How are you? Great. Look at us. <laughs> <laughs> welcome. 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 Welcome to Uplink. I had to, man. I had to. It's, it's okay. It's one of my favorite memes. Period. Like, period. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear it. Excellent. Dude, it's been forever. Let's talk about Lego Star Wars and the, the sad news that we've got and kind of what that means for the future of Star Wars games and what we have to look forward to and what are we expecting. Well, I'm so excited for Lego Star Wars. I mean, same. Same. It's the dream Lego Star Wars game. And I know there are people out there they are like, oh, Lego Star Wars, what the heck's going on with that? I want like a, I want a gritty, like as gritty as possible Star Wars experience. But no, I'm, I'm super pumped. The, the Lego Star Wars series is what got me, one of the things that got me into Star Wars gaming, period. Uh, like a lot of people in the community, I, I, I think. It got me into Star that. Wars. Exactly. Yeah. It's a huge, huge thing for so many people, whether like yourself getting into Star Wars or getting into Star Wars gaming, like it's a huge franchise and the expectations that we have for the game are just so huge. What are some of the things that you're looking forward to in Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga? For me, it's like the open world aspect of it and like the, the so many hub worlds that instead of just being limited to one, like the, for me, probably Coruscant is the yeah, thing same. I'm most excited for. Um, Give me Coruscant. Seeing how that, I know. That's what I'm really excited for. That one clip of Mace Windu in the trailer mm-hmm. made me so excited. Um, and then playing through eight, but more so nine. Like, I'm so excited to play nine. Yeah. Well, we, we've gotten, there's so many worlds to explore. Um, it's not surprising that the game got delayed. For those of you who aren't keeping up to date the Lego Star Wars uh, video game franchise news, uh, the game was originally intended to come out in October of 2020, right? Well, that was what the uh, Star Wars YouTube channel said and then pulled it like an hour later. It was never actually officially confirmed. Okay. That was what they were hoping to get, but was never I think actually that was said. Probab- I think that was probably the time... Um, it was just never publicly okay officially announced and then yeah then they said spring definitely like that was the <laughs> first official like actual time frame of mm-hmm. 2020 and then it was going to be spring 2021 and now it's indefinitely delayed so i have Which, no idea at this moment if you've time. been keeping up to date uh, as if you're subscribed and you should be subscribed to as a true uh, keeping up to date with your channel and the whole wor- uh, world of on that front, um, it's not really surprising. We haven't really gotten a whole lot of information or uh, teases or anything like that. So it's it was getting to the point like if it was going to come out in spring, they we, we would have seen something earlier. We would start seeing more teases. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not really yeah. surprising. Um, and it seems to me, just from an outsider's perspective, Travelers Tells is one of those, um, it's a, like, cultural-based, um, the culture of the office-based, like, 
gaming company. Like it's, it's really one of those companies where they were in the office and it was, uh, fostering a, a world, um, of like, you're going to come in here. We're going to have a, a community and a family. We're going to work on games together. And I, it seems to me that they got hit really hard when it was pushed to work from home. And mm-hmm. as a lot of people, a lot of game industries, we've seen several of them get delayed, uh, a bunch from Warner brothers. And it's just a lot of, a lot of resources to push to work from home and the scale of that game is so huge what are we up to now in terms of how many characters that they're gonna have (laughs) well they've said there's 800 in game but uh it's been a bit like there's a lot of miscommunication i think one of the developers said there's at least 300 of them playable the rest are just like different variations or npcs okay um so but there's definitely like 800 (laughs) including playable and npcs that's like the and the base number um maybe that will go up now it's been delayed even Mm -hmm. longer i don't know they're actually working on another game at this moment in time as well they've launched a bunch of job listings to spin up a new game interesting Um, so it it's definitely not like they're all focused on this Mm -hmm. it seems like people have finished up work on this game already and they're on to the next one um whatever so, that will be i think it's got some multi like there was a bunch of multiplayer job listings i think something like that so okay so putting um, putting on my conspiracy tinfoil hat here uh <laughs> you ready to go deep <laughs> um go on the i i didn't know that but my first reaction to that is um they've got the majority of the game ready which you you would be surprised if they didn't um, it's polishing well, considering it Considering it was meant to be out at the end of last, well, last fall, yeah. and then at least out any week now. Like exactly, I, I, I do think it's <laughs> it's probably quite feature complete. I would say yes. So they're polishing it up. They're probably working on the DLC structure. Refresh my memory. We are getting DLCs for this. It's not being confirmed. Like, I know the Force Awakens game had, like, some expansion packs, like, some levels and stuff, but they've not actually announced anything other than there's six uh, DLC skin packs that will be Mm -hmm. out uh, if you get the collector's edition. Okay. That's it. So we've got... There's a somewhat of a precedent there, but um, they've got the game, like you said, pretty much feature ready, uh, you would assume. We've got uh, a lot of the stuff lined up. I would I would imagine what they're doing is they're waiting for proper time because historically, summertime is a bad time to release a game. Historically. This was before COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything in COVID times is like, well, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who owns um, uh, like a, a dinosaur museum type thing. He's like, well, one weekend we had uh, the biggest opening weekend in our entire history. The next weekend was the slowest weekend in our entire history. And then the week after that was a, another opening weekend for the records. It's like if <laughs> if just because something was slow or quick and big before COVID times doesn't mean, necessarily mean it's going to be the same thing now. So who knows? But that could definitely be a part of it. Yeah, it's like Lego games don't really have. There's no consistent time. Like the Force Awakens game came out in like June. Some of them came out before June. Some came out in 
the autumn line. I don't keep up. I didn't haven't kept up with like anything other than like the Star Wars stuff they've done. But it's not like they come out like the end of each year, um, like most games. So who knows? Even like the release dates. Typically, usually it's a Friday for most games. But some Lego games have released on like <laughs> random days in the week. They're just doing so. what they're doing, man. I honestly, they're just no enjoying idea. life, releasing games when they want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Warner Brothers have got a exactly. scientific strategy. They, they roll a dice and say, hey, let's do this. <laughs> um, so we, we, we've talked a bit about the the world of the delays. Um, one thing before we, we get out of that and talk about what we're excited for in the game, uh, what we want to see in the game, um, do you have any concerns of the game turning into a cyberpunk situation. We have a precedent of a game that's been in uh, development for quite some time. It was announced 2012, but rumors and leaks said they didn't actually start working on it until like 2016, 2017. Um, so a game that was announced had quite a bit of uh, time. It was delayed. Huge scope. Could you see there being any issues with expectations being too high? I think with a lot of games like this, when there's a lot of hype as soon as it's announced, uh, it's never going to meet expectations to some people, Mm -hmm. even if it's like a very good game. Um, People got to play the demo, a demo of it, at E3 2019. It was playable, and there was plenty of things in that demo. So it's not like... They announced it and didn't start working on it because it was literally in the playable state back almost two years ago now. Um, I guess before COVID, it was probably going to be out. I don't think it was a cyberpunk situation. I think a lot of people are just comparing that to it because it's the biggest recent failure, but it's not the same scope. Like It's a big game, but it's not in the same scope or they haven't (laughs) lied to us yet. And like, that I know, like they could be lying, but let's give them the benefit of the doubt. And like people was literally playing the game; it wasn't like some fake demo. Um, mm-hmm. We get the game, and there's only two characters, and they're both Jar Jar. Yeah, like Lego obviously would. Uh, the, you know, they're notorious for being hard to work with. Sometimes I'm sure they would have a say in stuff. So mm-hmm. Lego you know, and Lucasfilm. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, people forget Lucasfilm obviously do work on the game to an extent, so I'm. I don't think it's going to be like it's going to come out and it's going to be completely broken, like some people seem to think it will be. I just think that people's expectations. It's like going to be this, gr- the greatest ever Star Wars game, to their expectations. Like everyone's got a different perception of what makes uh, what what would make the game good or be great to them. So I think it'll be great. But I think people should just be like, you know, wait, like, wait till this, I don't know, if they do release demo or wait until there's more gameplay or something to see what it's like. Yeah, and like with anything Star Wars, anything gaming, you really have to set those expectations. There's a lot of people working on the game. There's a lot of moving parts and Mm -hmm. you have to you have to keep those in check. Uh, for your sake, for the developer's sake, we are in unprecedented times, as uh, all of the, the advertisements say. But we've got a huge scope of a game coming out. It's going to be expectations are set. 
people are going to expect one thing, whether it's that or something else. Like I was talking to someone who was really disappointed in Fallen Order and that game's incredible. It's like, oh, I, w- mm-hmm. I was expecting something else. And like, I was like, okay. I know people yeah. that don't like Fallen Order, so. Mm-hmm. Which, from my perspective, is kind of strange, but also it's like, okay, yeah, if you're not a multiplayer shooter guy, I can see that. Because that's not a multiplayer shooter. Mm-hmm. Some people I know d- didn't like the story one, but personally, I liked it. Um, it was different to what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And then you have some Battlefront players that reject anything that isn't Battlefront. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's good. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't heard any of that around I mean, Squadron. Look at Star Wars Squadron. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still get comments on my videos. Like, I can't believe they scrapped Battlefront 2 and 3 for this. And it's like, uh, what? Stop. Like, wh- wh- yeah, where did you see that person? That. People still think Battlefront 2 was scrapped live service wise for Squadrons. Still. No matter what you tell them. Yep. Again, that gets into that expectation side of things. Uh, question for you on the future scope of Star Wars games. Where do you see the the future of Star Wars games going? We're in a, like a dry spot. We're in the dark times again. We have no idea what's coming. We have delays left and right. Um, there's been... There was the announcements earlier in the year about uh, the new Lucasfilm games uh, rebrand uh, and refocus. We've got the open world Star Wars game with Ubisoft. We've got all of these different things in in the works. Uh, we're in the dark period right now with nothing on uh, on the horizon for like EA stuff specifically. Uh, but where do you see the future of these games going? Like, we've got Lego Star Wars that's going to be coming out at some point in the future. Where do you see that standing side by side with something like Squadrons, Fallen Order, and Battlefront? Well, I think it's probably sort of similar situation to um, what Microsoft's going through with like their first party games because mm. people forget it takes so long to make games. Yeah. So although it's quiet now, it's not like they're not working on it on anything i'm sure there is a bunch of studios working on stuff but we're just not going to see them for two to three years because they literally take that long like fallen order even though it wasn't a star wars game to start off with the whole development process was like five years technically three when it was like star wars but it was still five years you just gotta we're just gonna wait this year out i know like last year didn't bring a whole a whole bunch of them like squadrons but it's going to be a quiet one, but maybe next year won't be. Yeah. Maybe there's going to be a ton, like maybe there'll be, we'll be getting to a point where in one year there's going to be like three or four big ones. I don't know. <laughs> Could you imagine? I'm just, yeah, I mean, I I don't know how close that is going to be, but it seems like Lucasfilm wants to go down that way mm-hmm. because they're like making this, they was making those big statements like how committed they are and this, that and the other. Like they're making an Indiana Jones game, so... <laughs> Which uh, and that's going to be awesome. I cannot wait for that. Same so, uh, here. I think we'll be fine. I think that we're just going to get through this year. Your your comparison to Xbox is probably the best I've heard on the topic of this. Because you're 100% correct. You have Xbox and Microsoft 
nailing down a focus for Xbox first-party games. They have more mm-hmm. first-party studios now than PlayStation does. But PlayStation has been working on those for years, so obviously we're going to get more yeah. consistent uh, exclusivities and games from them because they have that pipeline built up. Like, it's not like those games, like, uh, you know, the God of Wars, Last of Us games, all of those games, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, things like that, they have taken years to make. There was just the seeds were planted a long time ago and we've got them now. Mm-hmm. And that's what Microsoft's been doing for the past few years is where like they've built their own studios, they've purchased studios um, and they're now in pre-production or middle of production of big games. It's just that they're going to take two to four, five years, like um, the initia- uh, initiative, right? They're, they're the main one because they're a brand new studio and... They're making uh, Perfect Dark, the reboot, right? Yeah. That's been in development, like, pre-production, what, two, three years, something like that? So, I'm not saying all Star Wars games are going to be like that, but look at the open world game. Um, People, just because, I think announcing it was probably a good thing, but at the same time, it's sort of, even though they've sort of been saying how it's not going to be around for quite some time... People seem to think we're going to hear more about it, like a lot more about it and see gameplay or something like this year, at least this year or next year, mm-hmm. when it definitely sounds like it's a lot further away than people think. And COVID also, we haven't taken that into account with that game yeah. so early on. And I, was, I was talking to, uh, I think it was Sammy Boy, and I was we were saying, yeah, I think it was Sammy Boy. We were talking about how the, the scope of announcements for gaming in general has gotten like closer and closer to the release date each time um we have big studios deciding oh hey we're gonna wait until uh, three months until we want the game to come out to announce anything and again we're seeing that as a trend throughout the whole industry and i could see that definitely being the case with star wars there's so much expectation it's possible it's possible i mean there's no celebration this year people mm-hmm. forget that <laughs> the next celebration is not until next august so, other than, like, I know they could announce it, like, announce games not at Celebration. I know Star Wars Hunters is an example, but I'm talking, like, AAA um, console games, right? Mm-hmm. Other than e- EA Play or E3, depending on what publisher's working on it, Celebration is, like, where they want, they would like to announce stuff, typically. I know it's obviously a little bit later in the year, next year, so things could be announced earlier and then get a different... Um, bit of marketing at celebration but yeah they're not just going to drop it on like a tuesday afternoon like the some companies do like it's star wars <laughs> well they, they're not like waking up ah uh, you know what yeah two thirty. waking up super late in the day you know what i'm just gonna they're not rock star with the red dead exactly <laughs> like that that is a master class but that worked because of their situation mm-hmm. like you have to save the star wars games for star wars celebration <laughs> exactly yeah it's a it's a huge engine it's a huge it's a huge ship to turn they have a lot of moving parts it's no longer the scrappy um scrappy game or movie studio that started in the 70s like it is a huge behemoth and they're still working on a lot 
of different uh, different things in terms of how they make games and how Lucasfilm is involved mm-hmm. and how like because there's there's been a lot of lot of uh, uh, leaks and rumors about how difficult Lucasfilm has been in certain situations uh, working together along those teams um so it's a lot of a lot of moving parts a lot of people to to deal with so hopefully we see something soon um ea play Mm -hmm. maybe star wars hunters people forget that was well they announced zynga was working on games in 2018 mid 2018 so let's say this just for example the game comes out in 2021 summer if they start pre-production towards the end of like or like fall of twenty uh, twenty eighteen, Star Wars Hunters will have been in development like three years almost, and that's a mobile game, yeah, a Switch game. Crazy, crazy the that's the timeline time. of that. There's a lot of things to happen. I think uh, Lucasfilm has seen the reaction of uh, EA Play or EA with their canceling of Star Wars games as well, and how um, how visually. And how people react to that when they see, oh, they're canceling another Star Wars game. So I think they want to keep that as close-knit as possible. Um, because historically, they have a, a, a bad track record of announcing Star Wars games and canceling them. Even before Disney bought them with stuff like 1313. Um, There's a few shooters. Uh, There's quite a bit of games that we're in that same situation yeah and there's probably even more that we don't know about but that's not, not just for stars but like for any franchise or exactly any studio. like so many developers have come out and said like yeah the these cancellations aren't a surprise because typically there is more in our own studios that yeah aren't, you know aren't as big don't have as much money and on a, a licensed ip that literally gets shut down and you, you'll for, after four years of development you'll never hear about them because mm-hmm. no, you know no one's bothered at that point so it's not like it's just it's, people just seem to think it's ea and stars obviously they should have done better and um it's there's been a lot of mistakes made but it's not like exclusive just to Star Wars. yeah exactly it's just how visually uh how how big it is it's easy to see those um but like you 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 talk to like an indie developer and they're like oh yeah i i put together three different games before the fourth one came out and that's just how it works it's going to be very very fascinating to see the future of star wars games and how they move forward i i don't think we're going to see a star wars game going forward that does all because that's what battlefront 2 tried to do and it 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 stumbled uh big things that could be seen as small as they're trying to put all these pieces together uh, come out and they get shipped. Uh, stuff like the microtransactions, even though they weren't in launch, and there's a whole debacle with uh, a lack of understanding of how they were implemented. It was huge, changed the whole scope of Star Wars and regular gaming. It's still being used today about loot boxes, like they're exactly. still being like media uh, literally just using it as like the picture for all the loot box yeah. articles. Which is which is crazy. Like I was talking to someone a month ago. They came up to me. I was telling them I do this podcast, and oh, oh, Star Wars Battlefront. That game sucks. It has all these microtransactions. Like, <laughs> no, it doesn't. They weren't even there at launch. It was a lot of just miscommunication in the press, and blah 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 blah. Well, I haven't even played it, so I don't even know. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Literally. I mean, there are so many games out there, more popular games that people love that, like, Overwatch. I know some people have been using that as an example, but, like, still. Mm-hmm. Like, they just, they just, Activision just gets away with yeah. it. There, there's a lot of uh, different standards for different companies. And, um, yeah, Overwatch does something similar and still does it, even after all of that. It's crazy how these all work. Uh, but uh, we've, we've talked about Star Wars gaming. We've talked about Lego Star Wars. Now, I'm going to list off some Lego Star Wars, the complete saga characters. And I'd like, to give, I'd like you to give me a rating. Uh, let's do let's do out of ten. Rate them out of studs. Let's, let's one stud is terrible. Ten studs is amazing. Um, okay. So start off strong. We mentioned it earlier. Indiana Jones. What what is what is your rating? Uh, he's got to be a ten. Ten I, studs. I'm right there with you. True Jedi. Exactly. I mean. The it's force just, is no like, stronger. It's so than... cool. It's so <laughs> it was so cool to have. I remember first first getting him and unlocking him, and like my mind was blown. I was like, "Yes, <laughs> that's so awesome." Moving on, Han Solo, Frozen, and Carbonite. Oh, that's uh, that's got to be eight or nine studs. Like, come on, like it's it's especially the like because it's just a block. Yes, it's literally just a bendy block. <laughs> It's so good. I don't know how they're gonna do the new one because it's an actual like mold, and mm-hmm. but yeah, I, it's it, that's funny. That's funny. It was so good. Next off, Princess Leia with uh, the Boosh outfit. Uh, I mean the mold of the helmet's cool, and the machine like you the bounty hunter machine that you could push like you pull the lever and it puts it on your head. Uh, I guess six out of ten. Okay. Dexter Jetser. Jetster. Uh, he's got four arms and he looks cool. Uh eight. Yep. Two two points for each arm. <laughs> <laughs> uh the Droidica. Oh, there's there's been so many iterations of that one. There is like one of the old ones that I really prefer compared mm-hmm. to like a lot of the newer ones. Yep. Uh, I'm just gonna say the best one, uh, because it's cool. It's a cool design. Nine out of ten. Okay. Plo Koon. Um, I don't really care. <laughs> like, is it a Lego figure? Like, uh, four. Okay. Kia di Mundi. That head. Um, I know. He's also annoying. So <laughs> <four>. <laughs> I mean, if it was just him, like, just him as, like, a character, or, or like, a, a Lego character, pretty high up there, like, the, 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 Okay, the, the head's cool. Pretty I guess. cool, but like once you start bringing into his actual character in the show in the in the the movies, it's yeah, like eh, yeah. it, it takes off a lot of points. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do a quick round here. Go for it. Tuscan Raider. Uh, new one or old one? Old one. Three. Jawa. Four. And Sand Trooper. Uh, five. What about the Imperial Spy? Oh, uh, nine. My personal favorite, the Beach Trooper. <laughs> uh, I'll give that a seven, just because it's uh, funny. A seven? I give yeah, it 11 I, out of 10. Oh. Uh, 
I never got. I never really got the joke when I was no. Like, oh my gosh, it, I loved it. It's whatever. It's a stormtrooper. <laughs> I remember playing around, um, joking many many years ago, uh, Battlefront twenty fifteen, and how I really wanted them to release a uh, oh, <laughs> a skin, beach yeah. trooper for <laughs> Battlefront. Uh, I even I even like mocked up uh, with one of the uh, one of the models from. Uh, PUBG, and then put a stormtrooper. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, now let's go through the ghosts. Oh yeah, Ben Kenobi, his ghost. Uh, eight. Anakin Skywalker. Uh, eight. Yoda. Ten. Hundred percent. Yep. Ghost Yoda. <laughs> I mean, how could you not? How could you not? I know he's he. I don't know why, but like that's I can't. I don't know why, but I used to play as him more than regular Yoda. I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, do you remember in so the, cool. the first Lego game where they had where Yoda had his little like floaty floaty thing, his floaty chair? Ship. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah his floaty <laughs> chair, yep. <laughs> so good. So good. And finally, what do you give the uh Geonosian? Oh, I like the wings. Same. I like the wings. Uh, eight. Excellent. And just for fun, Jar Jar Binks. Uh, nine. Yep. I mean, the jumping. The jumping. So useful. Yes, he's big. Exactly. I would pick him a lot. Same here. Over, like, something like a Jedi sometimes, especially on that first map. So there we go. There's Azatru's rating. Of some of the (laughs) Lego Star Wars characters. Controversial, I know. Controversial. like that. <laughs> complain. It's always a thing. It's gonna be. It's a big controversy. You're gonna see it trending on I Twitter mean, later. I mean, barely any of them are low and like two of the Jedi's, which aren't as interesting as the others. <laughs> yeah. So controversial. We're gonna see it trending on Twitter later as a true <laughs> Lego. That's gonna be trending on Twitter oh, later. Oh no. <laughs> Excellent, dude. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. No this problem. has been a blast. Thank Always fun. Me. Need to, need to make sure we have you on again before like another couple years passes. <laughs> <laughs> and before uh, like a Star Wars releases. Yes, that will be. Which we we have some time. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not like it's going to release in the next few months. So it's this is a blast, man. Look forward to it, and we'll have you on when the game actually releases. I'm thinking maybe we'll get a bunch of content creators on the podcast, and we'll 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 hash it out and talk about the game once it's out. Um, be cool so looking forward to it thanks again links to as a true's youtube channel and twitter account will be in the description so definitely check his stuff out and uh, stay tuned for those uh for the weekly mod series right thank you very much